Shalom to all! Today's office is Megillah Daf Tezvav. We are starting the very top of the Daf with the very first word on the Daf. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Yerech, Mil, Mardachai, Ben Rabchayim, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now we learned at the end of yesterday's Daf that among the descendants of Rachav were eight Nevi'im. So actually, there's a four father son pairs, all of whom were Nevi'im. Yermia, Hanam, El Baruch, and Saraya were sons of Chilkia, Shalom, Neri, and Machasia. So now the Gemara has Bishlama in Umafarshi. We understand that these four Nevi'im, Yermia, Hanam, El Baruch, and Saraya, they are Mufarish in the Pasuk because we know they had Nevuah. How do we know that their fathers were Nevi'im? The Gemara answers, Kedula, just like Ula, the Amr Ula, he says, Anytime this person's name is mentioned with his father and we talk about his Nevuah, then we know that he's a Navi and he's a son of a Navi, meaning his father is also Navi. However, his name is mentioned but his father's name is not mentioned, you know that he's a Navi but his father wasn't a Navi. If his name and his city's name is mentioned, then you know that he's from that city. If his name is mentioned, but his city's name is not mentioned, then you know that he's from Yerushalayim. And something similar, anytime a person's Maisim and his father's Maisim are Sosim, they're closed. We don't know anything about them or their father. And the Pasuk tells us one nice thing about this person. For example, the word of Hashem came to Tzfanya ben Kushi ben Gedalia, so clearly Tzfanya was a pretty good fellow. So then you know that he's a Tzadik ben Tzadik. And on the flip side, when the Pasuk doesn't tell us anything about this person and it says one not nice thing about him Kigan for example and this is referring to Yishmael ben Nisanya killing Gedalia ben Achikam and because of that we have Tzayim Gedalia so then be a Dushu Rasha ben Rasha then you know that he's a Rasha ben Rasha and now Rav Nachman he says Malachi the Navi Malachi Zem Mardachai that's actually Mardachai why are we calling him Malachi because he was second to the king but now the Gemara tells us Mesir we have a breast that's going to refute this Baruch ben Neriah Vesrai ben Machasya it's not Maasya it's Machasya Vidaniel Mardachai Bilshon Vechaga Zechari Malachi they all had nevuah in the second year of Daryavish's reign. This is referring to Daryavish, who is the son of Achashverosh. So we clearly see that we have Malachi and Mordechai mentioned in the same brayso. They're clearly two separate people. Tiyufta, this is refutation. And Tanya, Amar B'shem Karchay, he says Malachi is Ezra. Malachi is actually Ezra. Vacham Amir Malachi Shmei, his name is actually Malachi. And Amar Nachman, Mestaber Command, Amar Malachi is Ezra. It's actually logical to say like the one that Malachi is actually Ezra. The Chesed Benavius Malachi says regarding the nevuah said by Malachi, Yehuda rebelled v'teheva nasta b'Yisrael b'Yerushalayim, and a disgusting thing was done in Yisrael and Yerushalayim, Kichilal Yehuda Kaidash Hashem Asher Ahev, because Yehuda profaned that which is Kaddish Hashem that he loves, Ubal Bas El Nechar, and he was Baal, he lived with Abbas El Nechar, meaning Jewish men were marrying non-Jewish women. And Uman Afresh Nashim Nechriyas, who separated the Jewish men from their Gentile wives, Ezra, that was Ezra, the Chsiv, the Pasuk says, Vayan Shechanya Ben Yechil Mibnei Elam Vayam Ezra, he spoke up and he said to Ezra, Anachnu Ma'alu Belekeinu Venoish of Nashim Nechriyas, we transgressed against Hashem and we married Gentile women. So we see that Ezra was the one that separated them from their wives, and we have the same exact thing being spoken about in the Nevuah of Malachi, it must be that Ezra and Malachi are the same person. Anton Rabban, we have a Brai Sarban, Nashim, Yafiefiyaz, Hayyubah, There are four very beautiful women in the world, the four most beautiful women, Sarav, Avigail, Rachav, and Esther. And Amanda Amr, Esther, Akruka, so according to Amanda Amr, that Esther, she actually had this greenish complexion, and the only reason why people found her beautiful because she had this Chut Shalcheshed, Mashachalel, like we mentioned previously. So Mahapik Esther, we take Esther out of this, and Ma'al Vashti, how we put Vashti in there. Anton Rabban, we have a Brai, so Rachav, Bishma Zinsa. If a person even mentions Rachav's name, he's going to be filled with this feeling he wants to be Mazana. Yael, Bekaila, if you hear her voice, Avigal, Bezchirasa, if you remember her, and Micha, Bashal, Biryas, if one sees her. And Amr Yitzchak, he says, Call Aymer, Rachav, Rachav, Miyad, Nekri, if a person says Rachav twice, so he's going to become a Balkari right away. So Amr of Nachman, he asked him, I know, Amina, Rachav, Rachav, Pasli, I can say Rachav, Rachav, nothing happens to me. So Amr, he responded, Kiko, Amina, Biyad, Makir, that's only if someone knows her and he recognizes her, then that's going to happen to him. And now going back to Darshan and Megillah, the Pasuk says, Mordechai, Yadis, Kal Asher, Nasa. Mordechai knew everything that was going on, and there were these decrees that were written that Kalai's soul is going to be destroyed. And the Pasuk 
continues, He cried out this great cry. So the Gemara asked, My Amar, what did he say in this cry of his? Rav Amar, he explains that what Mordechai say, Gava Haman Haman has now been elevated over Achashveirz. He's more haughty than him. That's because he had this terrible plan, more than Achashveirz ever thought of. And Shmuel Amar, he said, What did Mordechai say? The upper kingdom has prevailed over the lower kingdom, and it's actually a euphemism that the lower kingdom has prevailed over the upper kingdom, meaning Achashveirz and Haman has prevailed over Hashem. Now the Pesach tells us about Esther, what does Vatischalchal mean? So there's a double Lashon over here. The Shirish Ches Yud Lamed means fear, and it's also a Lashon of hollow, as in the word Chalulim. So what happened? Amarav, he says, Shapir Sanida, she became Anida, and Rabbi Yirmi Amar, he says, she had to relieve herself because it's a Lashon of her insides, her Chalulim, because of the fear they became loose. Vatikra Esther Lasach, the Pasuk says that Esther called to Hasach, and she sent a message with him to Mordechai. Amarav, Hasach is Daniel, Hasach is Daniel. So why are we calling him Hasach? He was cut down from his greatness. Daniel enjoyed great prestige in all the previous kingdoms, and when it came to Achashverosh's rule, so he cut him down from his greatness, and he was just a regular person in the king's house. Ushmul Amr, he says the opposite. Everything that happened in the kingdom, it was only carried out through him. The Pasuk says, Esther sent a message to Mordechai to know what this was and why this was. And on Rabbi Yitzchak, what was hidden in that message? She sent him a message. Perhaps Klaizor was over on the Chamisha Chum It says about them, so this Mazeh is referring to the Mizeh Mizeh of the Luchos. And the Pasuk continues, Esther. They told Mordechai the words of Esther, meaning that Esther can't just walk into the king unannounced. However, he himself, Hasach, did not go to him. What exactly is going on over here? So Esther had sent Hasach to explain to Mordechai how she can't just walk into the king's chambers unannounced, but then the Pasuk says that they told Mordechai, not he told Mordechai. Why didn't Hasach go and tell Mordechai? Mikan, we learned from here, it's not good to report back with bad news, so Hasach decided not to report back with his bad news, and that's why Esther had to send some other people. The Pasuk says that Esther told Mordechai, go and gather all the Jews. And she continued, you should fast for me and don't eat or drink for three days. And she said, and I'm going to do the same thing with my maidens. I'm going to come to the king. So that's why the Gemara says, we read this whole Pasuk. Now what does that mean? This is not what's done, and this is not the custom, it's not proper. So Amr Abiyah, explains, it was Every single day up until then when she went into Achashveirish Ba'inas. It was Ba'inas. She was forced to do so and therefore she was still permitted to her husband Mordechai. But now she's going in willingly and we know that a Jewish woman that has relations with another person other than her husband, she is not permitted to her husband anymore. And that's why she said, If I'm lost, then I'm lost. The same way that I'm lost from my father's house. As we said, she didn't grow up with a father and mother. So too, I'm going to be lost from you, Mordechai, because I'm not going to be able to stay married to you. The Pasuk says, Mordechai, Mordechai passed. What does that mean, Mordechai passed? He actually spent the first day of Pesach fasting. Why is that? Because this decree to destroy the Jews was written on the 13th of Nisan, so they decreed a fast for all the Jews for three days, the 14th, 15th, and 16th of Nisan, and that means that the first day of Pesach, everyone was actually fasting. Now, Shmuel Amr, he says, Avar is a lashon of passing over a pool of water. He had to cross some sort of body of water to go gather all the Jews and tell them they have to fast. The Pasuk says, It was the third day, and she clothed herself in royal the Gemara asks, Big day, Malchus Mubayle. It should say that she clothed herself in garments of royalty. Amr Belazar, Amr Khanin, he answers, Mamma Shalav Shasa Rucha Kaidash. This tells us that she was clothed in Rucha Kaidash. Ksev Hachet says over here, Vatilbash. Ksev Hasma says over there, Vruch Lav Shasa Masai. And now that we just had an explanation from Rabbi Lazar, Rashim Rabbi Khanino, so we're going to continue with that. Vamar Blazar, Amr Khanino, Lailam Alti Birchas Hedjit Kalabenecha. You should never treat the Brach of a Hedjit, of a commoner, of a regular person lightly. Sharay Shnei Gedaladar, Birchum Shnei Hedjitis, Veniskaimabahen. Two Gedaladar, they were blessed by two regular people, and it was actually fulfilled. 
Elu Haina, these are the two Gedaladar, David Vidaniel, David de Barcha of Ravna, a Ravna blessed David, the Chsev says in the Pasak, Vayema Ravna Lamelch, he told the Melech, Hashem Lekecha Yurtsecha, and Daniel de Barcha Daryavesh, Daryavesh blessed Daniel, the Chsev the Pasak says, Elekachdi and Pach Lebetadira, the God that you constantly serve, Hui Shays Vinach, he should save you. And Amrablaz or Amram Chanino, the flip side, Alti Kilas headed Kalabenecha, the curse of a regular person also shouldn't be taken lightly. Shravi Melch Kilas Sarah, Avi Melch cursed Sarah, he told her, Hine Hu Lach Susainaim, it should be for you for a covering of eyes, when Iskayim and Bezara and Achu fulfilled in her offspring by Hikizak and Yitzchak Vatech Ena Enov, it was when Yitzchak got old, his eyes were covered over, he was blind. Now, what's going on over there? So Avimelch gave Sarah a lot of money after he had kidnapped her, explaining that if he sends her back empty handed, then others are going to suspect that he simply abused her and then sent her out. Now that he's giving her so much money, it's a proof that he was forced to do so and nothing actually happened between them, and that's the covering over of eyes, it's going to cover over everyone else's eyes. Now, the deeper meaning is that he told her, You covered my eyes by not saying that Avram's your husband, so this should be an eye covering for you. And as we said, Yitzchak became blind. And another member of Amr Rebbe Lazar, Amr Rebbe Chanina, Baruch Lekim Yitzchak Hashbaruch Midas Bas Vedam. Hashem and people are not the same. Midas Bas Vedam, Adam Shayfes Kederav Achakach Nois L'Sayachamayim. A person first has to place the pot down, and only then he can put the water in it. Avakashbaruch Nois In Mayim Achakach Shayfes Kederav. Hashem could first place the water, and then he can create the vessel, put the vessel there to hold the water. Lekai Mashinemer. This is a fulfillment of the pasuk that says Lekal Sitei Hamayin Mayim Bashamayim. At the sound of His giving a multitude of water in the heaven, and that's referring to placing rain and water in the sky. And afterwards, the Pasuk says that he brings the clouds. So Hashem has this ability to place the water first and then have the receptacle for the water, which is the clouds. And from Rabbi Lazar, Amrav Chanin, another memo. If a person says something over in the name of the one that actually came from, that brings redemption to the world. Shanemar, the Pasuk says, Esther told this over to the Melech in the name of Mardachai. We know that Esther was the one that actually reported that Big Son and Sarish were going to kill the king, and she said it over in the name of Mardachai, and because of that, the whole Geula happened. And another memo from Amrav Lazar, Amrav Chanin, if a tzaddik dies so that he's lost his generation, he's not lost himself, it's his generation's loss. This is a mashal to a person who loses a pearl. Anywhere this pearl is, it's still called a pearl, it still has a lot of value. It's lost for its owner, so too when a tzaddik dies, so it's really a loss for the generation, not for the tzaddik himself. And another member, Haman said, None of this is worthwhile for me. And When Haman saw Mordechai sitting at the gate of the king, Amr, he said, and this is Kid Rav Chizda, just like Rav Chizda. The Amr Rav Chizda, he says, Zeba bepruzbuli. This one referring to Mordechai comes from his position of wealth. Vezeba tesavam bezanta bepruzbuti. This one referring to Haman, he comes from his position of poverty. And Amr Papa, he says, Vekarule. They used to call him, call Haman, Avdim Zdamin Betalmi, slave that was sold for bread. We know that a long time before that, Haman had sold himself to Mordechai as a slave for a couple loaves of bread. So he's saying, Kol Zayin Even though I have wealth and grandeur and honor right now, it's not worthwhile for me when I see Mordechai, because really I'm a slave to him. Another similar Joshua, the pasuk says, Vekol all this is not worthwhile for me. Now, anytime we have the word ze, that means that we're actually pointing to something. We have something real and tangible in front of us that we can see. Malamis teaches us that all the storage houses, all the treasures of that Russia, they were engraved on his heart, meaning he had some sort of document or something with him that he was able to see all of his treasures. And at the time that he would see Mordechai sitting at the gate of the king, Amar, he said, all of this pointing to all of his treasures, it's not worthwhile for me. And Amar, another member from him, Hashem will end up being an atara, a crown, on the head of every single tzaddik. There's going to be some sort of reward given to the tzaddikim. Shemar, the Pasuk says, On that day, Hashem tzvakis is going to be for a crown of beauty. And now we're going to darshan this Pasuk piece by piece. What does that mean? means some sort of crown of glory. This reward is going to be given to those who do His will and wait for His glory. The Lashon of Tzvi is and 
lashon of tzfiras is mitzapim. Now yachalakal, you might think that this reward is going to be given to anyone. That's why the pasuk continues by saying lishar amai only for the remnants of his nation, which means lamisha mesim atzmai kishirayim, someone who makes himself like he's just remnants, meaning they remain humble even though they have greatness. The pasuk says l'ruach meshpat. This reward is going to be given to those who have the spirit of judgment. Zehadonis yitzur. This is someone who judges his yitzur and he doesn't give into his yitzur. And the pasuk says l'yeshval meshpat. It's going to be given to those who are yeshval meshpat. Zehadondin emeslamita. This is someone who judges a truthful judgment. And l'gvur the pasuk says zamis gabral yitzur. This reward is going to be given to those who are misgaber. They overcome their yitzur. And meshiva mocham the pasuk says those who turn back the battle. Shenoisim noisim mocham tashal tyro. This is referring to people that are always engaged in the battle of tyro, meaning they're always learning. The pasuk says shara. They turn it back to the gate. Elu tamin chacham shemashkim arivim batik nesias u batik midrashas. This is referring to the tamid chachamim that they come early and they stay late in the base knesses and the base medrash, and that's referring to the gate. They're always opening and closing the base medrash. And Amr midas adin from the kash baruchu midas adin said to Hashem ribanish loylam manishtanu elu meelu. Why are these different than those? Meaning why is klai Yisrael different than the nations? So Amr la kash baruchu Hashem said to midas adin Yisrael asku b'tayra umas elam loy asku b'tayra klai Yisrael they learn tayra and the gaim don't learn tayra. So Amr lei midas adin said, but what about the rishayim? We have to say about the rishayim of klai Yisrael gam ela bayayin shagu b'shecherto. Also these stumble and reel through wine and aged wine paku pelili ya they stumble in judgment and ain paku el gehenim the word paku is referring to gehenim shenem the pasuk says vleitia zayis lechal lefuka this shall not be for you as a stumbling block and vein pelilia el dayanim pelilia means dayanim the judges shenem the pasuk says vinasan biflilim he shall pay as the judges determine and now we just finished our block of members from Reb Lazar b'shem Reb Chanina and back to darshaning the Megillah the pasuk says vatamid b'chatzar b'samelch hapnimis she stood in the chatzar b'samelch as she was making her way into the king and Amar Blevi he explains kivin shigil beisat slamim once she had gotten to the beisat slamim this is where all the idols were nistalkim and eshchina so the eshchina left her Amar so she said this is a pasuk in Tehillim Eli Eli Lama Zavtani Hashem why are you abandoning me and what was she saying by that Shema to Donal Shaygik Mezid Al Anis Karatin perhaps you're going to judge me for something I'm doing b'shaygik and b'aynis and you're going to judge me like I'm doing it b'mezid and b'ratzin even though it looks like right now I'm going to the king b'mezid or I'm doing it b'ratzin that I want to do it I'm doing it with intention it's still shaygik I'm still being forced to do so I or perhaps the reason why you've left me is Shema Al Shakras of Kelv it's because I call that Hashver Shadog and even though he's a terrible person you still have to treat a king with respect Shemar says the pasuk Hatzila Mecher Save my soul from the sword, Miad Kelev Yechidasi, my only one from the dog. So that's why Chazav Krasay Arye, she went and she called him a lion. Shenemar the Pasuk says, Hashi Enri Pi Arye, save me from the lion. And the Pasuk continues, Vahikiras and Melchas Esra Malka was when the king saw Esra Malka, Amr Birchin, and he says, Gilam Lacha Shar since Dam Laba Esra At that time, she had three Malachim come and help her. Echot Shikbias Savara, one of them lifted up her neck. The Echot Shemasha Chut Shachasar Alaya, one of them gave her this Chut Shachasar, a certain element of grace to her. The Echot Shematach Hashavit, and one of them extended the Shavit, extended the golden scepter. Now the Kama, how long was the golden scepter extended? Amr Yirmi says, It was really two Amas long usually, and this Malch extended it to 12 Amas. Ramil HaSamsel, Shesh Esrei extended it to 16 Amas. Ramil HaSamsel, Esrei Ba'arbi extended it to 24 Amas. And Masnisatana Al Shishim, that he actually extended it to 60 Amas. And Mechniyat HaMaitzah Ba'amasa Shabbas Pari, you find the same thing, that the hand of the daughter of Pari was extended 60 Amas when she went to go take Masha out of the water. And Mechniyat HaMaitzah Bishin Rishon, we find the same thing with the teeth of Rishayim are extended 60 you break the teeth of Rishayim, and she says, don't read it as you break. is that you extend. Now, this is referring to Agmel Chabashan. When he lifted up a mountain over Klai Yisrael, he wanted to destroy them. So ants came, they ate away the mountain, it fell on his neck, and we want to lift it up over his neck and throw it on Klai Yisrael, so his teeth extended like the tusks of a walrus. How do we know it extended 60 Amas? Because instead of saying Shine Rishayim, the apostle could have said Shane Russia, so we have an extra mem and two yuds, and that's Gemat. Matriya 60. And Rabbi Arfan Amar Mishum Rebbe Lazar, who was Shashom, may Rabbi heard it from his Rebbe, Rabbi may Rabbi, his Rebbe heard it from his Rebbe, must sign that the Malach actually extended the Shavit of Achashverish 200 
Amis. So for Yermelah Melch, Esra Malko, the king told Esra Malko, Mama Kashasech, what's your request? If it's up until half the kingdom, it will be done. Now, what was he telling her by saying, Ad Chatziah Malchus? Chatziah Malchus, Vloy Kalam Malchus. You could have half of the kingdom and not the entire kingdom. And Vloy Davar Shachot Islam Malchus, not something which is going to cause a divide in the kingdom. And Umayni, what's that? Binyan Beis Hamikdash, because the Beis Hamikdash is right in the middle of his kingdom. So she's not allowed to ask for Binyan Beis Hamikdash. So what did Esther tell Chashverish? Yavim Melch Vahaman Al Meshta, the king and Haman should come to this feast that I'm going to make for them today. And Tanarban, we have a Brayso. Ma Rasa Esther Shazimnas Haman. Why exactly did Esther invite Haman? Why not just invite Achashverish? Why also invite Haman? So we're going to have 12 different answers. Rabbi Leazar, I mean, he says, Pachim she was setting a trap for him. Shanaim the Pasuk says, May their table become a trap for them. So therefore, she made a table so it could be a trap. Rabbi Yeshua, he says, She learned it from her father's house. As we said, she didn't grow up in her father's house, but it means she learned it from the Cheder kids. Shanaim the Pasuk says, If your enemy is hungry, give him bread. And the Pasuk continues, Because that's going to be pouring coals on their head. Rabbi he explains, So that Haman shouldn't go ask for advice from someone and rebel against the king. He was being very successful at that point in time, and if he would have rebelled, he would have been successful. Rabbi Hudaimer, he explains, so that Haman shouldn't realize that she was a Jew, and if she invites him to the Suda, there's no way that she's a Jew. Rabbi Nechemiah, he explains, so that Kaisal shouldn't say, we have a sister in the king's palace, and then they're going to be Messiah Dats, they're not going to really dive into Hashem so much, because they say, look, we have advisors in the king's house, we have Esther, she's the queen, and she's one of us, and she's going to take care of everything for us, they're not going to dive properly. As we know, anytime we have religious Jews in the government, we always rely on them and we tend not to rely on Hashem so much. And therefore, if she's going to invite Haman to the feast, everyone's going to say, Ay vey, she went over to their side and now we only have Hashem to rely on. Rabbi Yisrael, he explains, so that she should always be available to him. If he's there, he might trip up with something or another and then she'll be able to get him. Rabbi Shem Benasher, he explains, perhaps Hashem is going to be feeling and he's going to do a menace for us. Meaning, Esther told herself, perhaps Hashem is going to see that now I have to bring even the greatest haters of the Yidden close and I have to become friends with them and I have to be machnif them, and so perhaps Hashem is going to have mercy on me. Rabbi Shub and Karchaimer, he explains that Esther's reasoning was, I'm going to be really nice to Haman, so that Achashverish will kill him and her, referring to killing Haman and herself. That's because Achashverish is going to suspect that she's doing something inappropriate with Haman. He's then going to kill both of them, and as we've learned a number of times before, it used to be back in the day that if a decree was written up by someone and one of those people that was involved in writing the decree died, so then the entire decree is batal mavotal, it's nullified, so therefore that way she's going to get Haman killed, and now there's not going to be this decree on the Jews anymore. He says, He was a very fickle king. He always used to change his mind very quickly. And she was afraid that if she convinced Achashverosh to kill Haman, but Haman wasn't there, so by the time they got Haman, he would have changed his mind already. Therefore, Haman had to be there. So the moment she gets Achashverosh to agree to kill Haman, he could kill him right away. Now, Armagam Lil then said, We still need the Median. The Tanya, we have a Brisa, and this is the 10th answer. He says, She made the king jealous of him, and she made all the other ministers jealous of him. And it was very important that everyone was jealous of Haman. The 11th answer, Rabba Amr, he says, Lifnei Shever Ga'in, the Pasuk says, before destruction is pride, so therefore she gave a lot of pride to Haman by inviting him to the feast, and then afterwards we can have destruction. And for the final answer, Abai Varavah, the Amr Chavayu, they say, the Pasuk tells us, Bechumam, when they are hot, Ashes Es Mishtehem, I'm going to prepare their feasts. Now this Pasuk is referring to when Belshazzar came back from battle victorious, they were very hot, they drank a lot of wine, and Belshazzar was killed that night. So we see that the feasts of the wicked lead to their destruction. So now Ashkei Rabba Arvul, Elyo, Rabba Arvul, he encountered Elyo Anavi, and Amr Lehi asked him, According to whom? We've had 12 answers. Which one of these is the true reason why Esther invited him to the feast? So Amrleil, you never responded to him. She had all these reasons in mind, just like all these Tanaim and all these Amarim. She had every single one of them in mind. And the Pasuk tells us, Haman told him about his wealth and about his many children. The Kama Rav Banov, how many sons did he have? It was Rav. He had a lot of sons. How many is that? Amr 
Rav Shleishim, he had 30 sons. Asar Mesu, 10 of them died. Vasar Nitlu, 10 of them were hanged. Vasar Machazan al Psachim, 10 of them became so poor they had to go knocking on doors for food. Rabban and Amri, they say, Eisen Shemachazan al Psachim, Shivim Havu. The ones that were going knocking on doors for food, there was actually 70 sons. The Chesiv of the Pasuk says, Sveim Balechem, the ones that were satisfied with bread, referring to Haman's sons that used to be very wealthy and have a lot of food. Niskaru, now they have to hire themselves out. I'll take Risaveim, don't read it as Sveim, that they're satisfied. El Shivim, there were 70 sons. Murayim Bar Abamar, he says, Kula Masai Mushmaina Havu, he actually had 208 sons. Shnemer, the Pasuk says, Veroiv Banov, and the Gamacho of the word Veroiv is 208. The Gamar asks, Veroiv, the Gamacho Mosin Varbeser Havu, the Gamacho of Veroiv is actually 214, just count it up. So Amram Nachmar Yitzchak, he answers, No, Veroiv Siv, it doesn't have two Vavs in the word Veroiv, it has one Vav, so Vav, Reish Bez, is 208. And the Pasuk says, Balaila, who on that night, Nadudash Shinas Hamelach, the sleep of the king was shaken about, it was stirred. And Amram Tanchami explains, What does that mean? Nadudash Shinas Malka Shal Oilam, the sleep of the king, the world was disturbed, so to speak. And Rabban and Ami, they explain it, Nadu al the al referring to the angels, they were shaken about, they were stirred, and so Nadu Tachtainim, so too the ones down here were stirred about. Rav Amar, he says, Shnas Hamel Chashverish Mamesh, we're actually talking about the sleep of King Achashverish, Achashverish was not able to sleep. Nafale Milsabadate, something popped into his head. Amar, he said to himself, Why did Esther decide to invite Haman to a feast? Perhaps he's trying to advise with Haman to kill this person, referring to killing himself. Perhaps they're plotting to kill me. So in Hadar Amar, then Achashverish told himself, if that's really so that they're planning to kill me, is there no one that loves me to have a Maidali that would tell me about this plot against my life? Hadar Amar then he said, Aha, perhaps there's a person that did a favor for me, and I never paid him for that favor. And that's why people are withholding this information from me and they're not telling me. Miyad, right away, he said, Bring the Sefer Hazachrainers so we could read from them to see perhaps I owe someone. And the Pasuk tells us, and they were being read. They were actually reading themselves. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.